Now back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It's Thursday. It's the beginning of the NCAA tournament. Nebraska women's basketball got a victory last night in the WNIT. That's it's true. a good day. It's Thursday. Ooh, I rhymed that a it's, little it's bit. It's a good day to have a good day. It's a good day. And there he is. Oh. AD. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Hello. Sam Hivey erupted just like that. <laughs> Sam Hivey last night to you saw, you, saw, you sound like Coach Bush running his pass routes. <laughs> no, he was. <laughs> that's how he's going to route. So we just. <laughs> <laughs> 74-65, the women upset Missouri State, led by Sam Hybe, erupted for season-high 25 points. Uh, Isabel Bourne uh, had a uh, double-double, 16 points and 12 rebounds, 74-65 uh, victory over Missouri State. It was the first round of the postseason, of course, and that was Nebraska's first, uh, first postseason win in Pinnacle Bank Arena last night. They had a crowd of uh, a little over 4,000, which was I thought that was a good turnout, too. Uh, 4,000 for that game last night. Could you imagine, though, if they played at Devaney? Oh, it would have been packed. I always think about that all the time. Like, maybe like some... Well, Devaney holds about 8,500 right now. But it would just be like, for like a home court advantage, I just think it would play better to Nebraska to play at Devaney Mm -hmm. than it is at Pinnacle. Because you have, what, a 16,000-seat arena and you got 25% of it full. You, you yeah. move that 4,000 over to Vanny, boy, you give yourself quite a home court advantage. This is a Hoosier-type setting. Just sure. throwing it out there. Hoosier-type setting for sure. Hybe was 7 of 11 for shots last night. Knocked down 11 of 13 free throws, which was impressive. Uh, she This is this is her game, y'all. 7 of 11 shots, 11 of 13 free throws. Um, four rebounds, three assists, a steal, and check this out, no turnover in 33 minutes. Wow. Nice. <laughs> That's no nice. turnovers in 33. And think about this. I don't know if you guys – you guys watch it last night because I was watching on the Big Ten I, Plus. I did not. I did. I was watching on the Big Ten uh, Plus Network uh, app or whatever. And uh, Missouri State was no pushovers, though. Nope. They had some athletes on that court, and there's a reason why uh, they finished the season off. I mean, the first year – the coaches, it was her first year uh, coaching at Missouri State. 20-12 and 12 season for them. Uh, Jazz Shelley added uh, – well, actually, let's go back to Bourne. Um she was six of ten field goals, one of two free throws, uh, three of uh, three or four free throws, one of two threes, twelve rebounds though, and she was just one uh, off her season high, and she notched her fourth double double of the year, ninth of her career. Jazz Shelley was just that shot that she hit. I say she drained a half, half quarter. Time oh shot. my goodness! Yeah, and uh, it it was she that was that was that was an awesome shot. Uh, she had three double figures with eleven points. She, there was three in double figures. She had eleven points, three of six three point shooting. Uh, adding six assists, three steals, and two blocks. You can see the theme that they had going here. There were a number of contributors. Alex Markowski, seven points, seven boards, three blocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annika Stewart added seven points and three boards off the bench. Uh, Maddie Kroll uh, had six points. And Kim Moore rounded up the scoring with Huskers with her first layup. Uh, half, uh, half, first half layup that helped it out. So right now, Nebraska women wait until the night's uh, winner. Uh, between Colorado State and Northern Iowa, and that's in Cedar Falls. So the date and time and location of the second-round game will be announced uh, by the, uh, by the uh, WNIT uh, after that game. Yeah. So the key thing is we move on. They yep. move on. They Survive got it Survive in advance. It was just – you know, I don't know why it was so cool, and I'm sitting there eating dinner. I had it on my laptop, 
and I'm watching that game, and I'm thinking, the ladies came out. They just played smooth last night. You know, they did, and they played a, a team that was hungry, but Nebraska was hungry as well. Yep. You know, so it was good to see them take well, we care of We spoke about that yesterday, about whether they'd come out motivated to play or if mm-hmm. they were just going to show up. And they came out motivated to play. And now you got to think that they have it in their mind that, you know. Yeah. Now, is the women's – are they in Vegas too, I wonder, their final no, four? No, I believe they're all home They're courts. all home court. I, I believe they're all home court. Okay. Um, I, You talk about not being motivated to play, guys. Going over to the men's side, you saw Rutgers two nights ago lose to Hofstra. Yep. Rutgers mm. was the one seed that just they, – they probably, by all accounts – more than likely should have probably made it to the big dance. Probably should have made the NCAA tournament. Rutgers should have. But they ended up being a number one seed in the NIT, and they ended up losing to Hofstra at home in their first game as the number one seed. Then last night, you had Clemson, who is another number one seed, just missed out on the tournament. Mm-hmm. They lost to Moorhead State at home last night. After jumping out to a 12-2 lead, mm-hmm. Clemson lost to Moorhead State last night. And so oh, you're—I mean—that's two examples of yeah. of number one seeds that barely missed the NCAA tournament, and you could put Nebraska women's basketball into that conversation yeah. that did not show up for their first game, mm-hmm. that did not was was not necessarily motivated. Let me ask you guys this: you know, speaking unknown texture's got a good question, and I'm not sure you guys may be able to answer this. He goes, uh, actually, it's Kyle. Kyle, appreciate. It. He goes, is there a chance for another home game for the women's basketball game? I honestly do not. That'd be a question for either. Rico. I think it would probably depend it, on on the seeding. I would say it all depends on seed. I don't know what if somebody seed would Northern Colorado yeah. or Northern Iowa and Colorado is. I believe if Northern Iowa, if Northern Iowa wins, they come to Lincoln. Technically, there is no seeding oh, for the okay. WNIT. Um, so anything could happen. I think. Nebraska, since they are the bigger school, might be able to host. I believe Northern Iowa, if they win, would come here. Might be the same for Colorado State. But um, at the end of last night's game, they did say that date, time, and location have yet to be announced. So, okay. so it's gotcha. a possibility. So Possibly. there's a possibility they could host another one. But I believe after that, yeah. that it's going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And you were at the game last night, of course, right? Yes, yeah. it was physical <laughs> yes they let him play they I were mean, going you see jazz shelly elbow physical. oh yeah jazz shelly got called for a for flagrant. a uh, flagrant she she and she uh, did chin checker she oh she nailed her she, but it was I mean, funny because the, the the girl lays on the the woman lays on the ground for a little bit kicking her feet then hops up like nothing happened and jazz shelly walked down the court like you'll be all right mate she's like oh, whatever <laughs> whatever happens happens but they were they were letting them get physical in the first so the first half they're letting them get physical going back and forth people are hitting the hitting the floor and I'm sitting next to uh, Caleb Henry, and he goes, "By the end of this game, there's going to, like it's going to be like extremely physical." Yeah. Um. And sure enough, people started hitting the floor even more. The third quarter, they got a little ticky tack. Mm-hmm. The rest were trying to like take control a bit, but then I, I guess they're like, you know what? Let them play. Right. Uh, very few fouls were called towards the end, and Markowski and their big girl were going. They were at they were banging the down there, man. And Izzy Bourne was was uh getting into the head of one of the players because she would just. They would run a whatever play it was where they're passing around the, the the outside. They get to one of the corners and then they just dump it inside. Izzy Bourne's got her girl backed all the way under the bucket yeah. and then just a quick she gets it, turns and just lays it up. She did that multiple times. Got fouled multiple times. Mm-hmm. At one point, she lays it up. It falls in her hands. And you know how you just like toss it behind oh, you yeah. so the ref can get it because she got fouled. She's gonna shoot the free throw. Well, she tossed it behind her and it kind of hit one of their girls. 
she grabs it and like kind of tosses yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Nothing Bird happened. style. They didn't call anything. The ref kind of got in between them. Nothing the happened. The hick from French Lick. <laughs> but it was it was physical, and it's impressive to see uh, Nebraska come up with a victory there because the last time they played a physical game was in the Big Ten, yeah. and they did not come out on they, top. I, I I think that game in Sanderson real quick. That's what Rico said. Uh, he, de- he he said that that there's no seating. That was the first thing he mentioned, mm-hmm. that there's no seating in the NIT. So that was what – you may, miss, may have misheard him, but he mentioned that there is no seating and have it. Uh, that game, that physical game, Rico, as you mentioned in the Big Ten, though, I think that was a wake-up call for Nebraska into this next game. Because, first of all, they didn't know if they are going to get a next game. But they figured if we go on out, it ain't because we didn't play physical. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to match the physicality. In fact, we're going to impose our physicality on the other team. It's less rebel- we're going to push it as far as the refs let us go. And it worked in their favor last night. And And – you know, Jazz Shelley and Izzy Bourne are going to be, if they decide to leave, are going to be massive losses. Oh, yeah. But Sam Hybe's ability oh, and her geez. fearlessness to get to the rim is going to be something Nebraska is going to be really looking forward or looking for uh, next season with whoever they have. And I believe that we talked about this uh, before she, or right after she got hurt, Allison Widener. That's one of the things she does best is she's fearless going to the rim. She, she is. doesn't finish as well as Sam Hybe, but mm-hmm. she's a lefty, and that could throw people off. Real quick before we go to break, you know who Ivy reminds me of? And this is old school. She reminds me of Isaiah Thomas. Zeke. She's she's short, but fearless. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the cup relentless, and I mean, just relentlessly over and over again. So a she good, just has a, that moxie about a, her. A good comparison for Husker women's basketball would be Lindsey Moore. Mm. Yes. Mm. She'd be a good yeah. – ended up being drafted by the Lynx and then was done. Not Lincoln yeah. IAD. What's that? The best, not Lincoln best school in the city? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely best school in the city. All right. Well, we are going to uh, throw out the break. Just the drive, 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs>